data-driven, ambitious, and love all things marketing? I'm Emma. I've dabbled in all marketing channels in my career. And my passion? Providing my team with the tools to be the superstars. So, I'm making a podcast to share everything I've learned along the way, from my bachelor's internships to early career in marketing to becoming head of international marketing by age 29. Plus, everything I wish my 20-year-old self had known. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, get your snacks ready to go, and let's do this. Hello, so welcome to my birthday episode of Marketing Nuggets. Now, I'm actually not recording this live, of course, it is scheduled. I am hopefully currently enjoying a cocktail breakfast before enjoying a spa day. Very exciting stuff. And this podcast, I wanted to do something that was slightly different, especially because of the fact that this is my 30th birthday, which on one hand means that I should really re-record my intro, but it is a pivotal moment and a milestone birthday. So I wanted to do a podcast that was slightly different. And I was thinking about lots of different things that I could do when I finally settled on something that is a mixture of everything that I've learned from a both a professional and a personal journey. So this podcast is titled 30 things I learned before turning 30. And some of them is literally one or two words. Some of them I'll go into a little bit more detail about. But there is so many good things in here that I've learned from much, much wiser people than myself and things that have resonated and made the most difference to me from both a professional point of view, but a personal point of view as well. And they've really been those pivotal things that have made a difference and changed my life for the better every time I've heard them and every time I've implemented them. So sit back and relax. You definitely don't need a notebook for this episode if you're in your car or on a walk that's perfect really listen really take these in and there will be some that I hope that will really really resonate with you so let's get started the first one Don't take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from. I cannot tell you how many times I've been criticised and I'll get really upset and then I'm like, hold on a minute, I would not take their advice. Like, if I wanted to go for someone for advice, would I go to that person? No. So therefore, why do I hold so much weight and power in their criticism? Like, it's just an unfair balance and people are always going to criticise you. That is always going to happen. But just take a minute to say, okay, if would I take advice to them? No, if not, move on. Don't give them the satisfaction of taking their words of criticism. Boundaries don't mean you care less, have less ambition or less drive. This one really took me a long time to master because of the way that the world is, and I've spoken about this before in other podcasts, that it is so, so digitally led. And for such a long time, I had absolutely no boundaries and I worked myself to the bone. I got really, really stressed and I thought I had to do that because it came part and parcel with the amount that I care, the ambition that I have and the drive and determination that I have when actually that's absolutely a, a false correlation. It is okay to have boundaries and it doesn't take away anything from you as a person. Call your nan every week or call your family. Check in with them. Give that person a call in your family that you haven't spoken to in a long time. Travel solo if you can for three months minimum. 
don't have the money, don't worry. You can work when you're there. You can waitress. You can even freelance online. There are so many ways now that you can make money. You don't have to have a plan or thousands in your bank account to be able to travel. When I went to Australia, I think I had about £600 in my bank account, which I figured out that I could live off for two weeks before... I had no money left because it was really expensive in Australia. And I found a job within four or five days of being there. You just have to make sure that you are looking, that you are so determined that you're not going to stop looking for a job until you get one. There is things that are slightly less risky than that. So you can look before you go or you can start establishing yourself as a freelancer on those platforms such as Upwork and Fiverr before you go out so that you're generating income remotely and then you can just do that transition a lot easier easier if you're in Australia or whichever country that you go to. But trust me, you will learn more about yourself in three months than three years of university. Someone else's success doesn't take away from you. Be people's cheerleaders. I can't tell you how many people are not people's cheerleaders. It has no impact on you or your success or your path if you're cheerleading somebody else on. They don't necessarily have to be your friend. Be that person that's the cheerleader for everybody else because it, it, it costs you absolutely nothing and people need that. They need that encouragement. They need those cheerleaders. So be people's cheerleaders. Number six know your worth. Don't take the job that's way below market value. Be fiercely confident in your expertise and your value. People aren't looking at you as much as you think. People are their own heroes. So don't overthink how much everybody else is looking at you. They're not, trust me, they're wrapped up in their own worlds. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I am certainly not everybody's cup of tea. And this one took me a long time to be okay with because I am such a people pleaser. I genuinely want everybody to like me. And that is absolutely not the case. People don't like me. And that's okay. My people will arrive. I have my people. And if you think about the most awesome people in the whole world, well, in your context, that you think they are so cool, They have haters, they have online trolls, they have people that give them so much abuse and I think, oh my God, they're like the coolest person ever. How have they got people that hate them? So it is just part and parcel with being human. You're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. For example, to me, this is the most random example ever, but for me, the Bella twins, Nikki and Brie Bella spring to mind. I think they're awesome. They've got incredible businesses. They are business women. They used to be in WWE. They are kick-ass in everything that they do and yet they still have online hate and people that aren't their cup of tea. So you're always going to get it. Not everybody will be who you want them to be. That's okay. Okay, number 10. I love number 10 and this one was something that I learned quite recently. No is a full sentence. How many times do you not want to do something? Do you not want to go somewhere? Do you not want to take part in an activity and you feel that you have to give an excuse or a reason why you don't do it? You absolutely don't owe anybody reasons and excuses. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say no to a work commitment that you don't want to do. It's okay to say no to a social commitment. You don't need to give people reasons. No is a full sentence and that is okay. It doesn't make you a horrible person to say no.
If you don't want to do something like go clubbing or drink excessively, don't. Ignore the peer pressure. I never enjoyed going clubbing ever. And I used to do it for a year or two because that's what all my friends were doing and that was what the cool thing to do was. And then I suddenly realised, look, I don't enjoy it. I don't like drinking so much. I don't like staying up late. I don't like to be surrounded by people. I hated the music. I just hated everything about the whole experience. And I just decided one day I wasn't going to do it. And it doesn't mean that I... I'm less of a good person. It doesn't mean that I'm wrong. It just means that they're not my kind of people. And yes, I lost friends over it because we were just different. We had different interests and different priorities, but that's okay. You don't need to just do it because everybody else is doing it. Number 12, this is a good one as well. Be independent. Make sure you can afford your life without relying on someone else. And of course, that one is really from your early 20s after you've moved out from home, but just don't rely on anybody else. Make sure that whatever you're doing, you're living in within your means because you don't want to feel trapped because you have to rely on somebody else. Oh, number 13. This is actually one of my favorites and it really, really helped me so much. If you are stressed, if you are mad, if you are upset at a situation and you are like blindly one of these things, like so, so much, stop for a second and ask yourself this really important question. Will this matter in one year? And that puts so much into perspective because so many things that will be so annoying in the moment and you just can't look past them and you think you're gonna react a certain way because you're really annoyed or really stressed or really upset. Actually, when you ask yourself that question, it really puts into perspective and then you can go back to the response that is more relevant to if it's gonna matter in a year or so. And trust me, 95% of the time you'll say, it won't matter in a year, it's okay. To-do lists work wonders if you have that horrible, unproductive, lazy feeling. You are not fad. I look back on pictures now and I was so like I was a size 10 and I was going to the gym literally five times a week and COVID taught me you know the gym's closed down (laughs) couldn't go to the gym and before I would go to the gym religiously five to seven times a week I'd plan my whole life around going to the gym and also I would have that guilt feeling if I didn't go and that is not okay that's not an okay way to live And I think that so many people now are a size 10, a size 12, and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so fat. You're not. You're absolutely not. Enjoy your life. Have that cookie. It's fine. Number 16, spend money on experiences, holidays, concerts, West End shows, weekend breaks, spa days with your mom, dinners out. They are worth it. Heels are not worth it and never will be. Just because your friends are doing it doesn't mean you have to. Number 19, oh, love, love this one. And it's something that I am own and I'm proud of it. Do things on your own. Go to the zoo, go to that movie, go and see a West End show, go to the museum. You don't need a person to do it with you. I am living proof of this. When I was in Sydney, I went to the zoo on my own. I've gone to countless movies on my own. And once I was working in London alone and I had to stay over, 
and I thought, I'm not gonna stay in my hotel room. What do I wanna do? So I went and saw Nine to Five, a West End show on my own. And yes, whilst I took some precautions, like I took an Uber there and back so that I wasn't traveling in London on my own, I had the best time. I ordered a red wine and a pop and popcorn to my seat so it was there when I arrived and I just had the best time. I have done other things on my own as well. I've gone to sightseeing, I've gone to museums, I've done things because there was nobody to do it with and I didn't want to miss out. And actually, I probably had a better time because I did what I wanted to do. I was there for how long I wanted to be there. I went to see the movies that I wanted to, to go to. I went when I wanted to go. And there is something so, like, I can't, it, life affirming sounds very dramatic because it's not that, but it's something that I think that there is stigma about in society. And actually, go and go to the movies on your own at two o'clock on a Tuesday and have that Diet Coke and that big, thing of popcorn you don't need to wait for your friend or your boyfriend to go and see it with you trust me in fact now when people are like oh, I'll go to the move with you I'm like no it's fine like I'll go on my own <laughs> okay let me move on have those hard conversations the most pivotal moments happen because of them don't live your free time for somebody else ever don't fight with your siblings. They are the best. Let them borrow that dress. It's not the end of the world. My sister is my absolute best friend, but we used to fight so much all our teenage years and really into university, we were always fighting. And now it's like, why were we fighting? Like it's laughable now. And it's like, we used to have screaming matches about somebody borrowing somebody's dress or not putting it back. And like, yeah, just appreciate your siblings. It's okay to have a weekend where you watch a whole series of Netflix, eat two tubs of ice creams in your pajamas. It doesn't make you a failure at life. It just means that you need it. Be kind. Pay it forward occasionally. Pay for someone's McDonald's, maybe their Starbucks order. Get that colleague a bar of chocolate because they've had a bad day. Number 25, we're nearly done. Having a plan and ambition is good but make sure it's your plan and your ambitions. Be selfish with your big decisions. The people that you love will understand. You are not a failure if you don't own a house. Similarly, you have not made it if you do. Move from your hometown at least once. Live in another country if you can at least once. It teaches you so much about yourself. When you find your person, you'll know. It's true what they say, when you know, you know. Not everything you do will be a success. People that are the most successful people in life have had so many failures over and over and over. It's okay, but own it. Don't lie, it just will make you, you're just getting made into a bigger and better person and it's helping you grow. Don't lie and cover things up, but just own your failures, take the learnings from it and move on to more bigger and better things. And finally, number 30, don't have your work emails on your phone on your time off. You've earned it, enjoy it, have that cocktail, lie on that sun lounger and don't feel work guilt. It is you making it up in your head. And there you have it. They are my 30 things that I have learned before I am 30. They are a whole mix of things, but I really hope that there was one or two of those that resonated with you today. This is a much shorter podcast than usual, and I shall be back next week with some more 
marketing nuggets but hopefully you enjoyed this little slight change of pace for this one helping me celebrate my 30th birthday i am off to probably have another cocktail now so enjoy the rest of your day whatever you are doing and i will talk to you soon thank you so much for listening to my marketing nuggets podcast i've been your host emma and i will catch you next time bye for now